0: Hello and welcome to a special episode of Text Talks, the Red. Red. Red.
1: Red Red
0: Red 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 edition. Radisson Red presents a playful twist on the conventional, and their latest addition to their family is Radisson Red Rosebank in Johannesburg, a super slick hotel that I've had the pleasure of being walked through from top to bottom, from the brightly lit foyer flanked by meticulously curated artworks to the unparalleled views from their rooftop bar. Radisson Red injects new life into their hotels through personal touches that make you feel thoroughly at home. Radisson Red gives you the chance to tune in and out, switching effortlessly between business and pleasure. And in this special four-part series, I will be highlighting four individuals that represent Radisson Red's four pillars through art, music, design, and fashion. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Text Talks, the Red Edition. Today, I am talking to one of the most exciting minds in South African fashion who has gained a rule-breaking reputation over the years for fusing athletic silhouettes with disco-ready fabrications. I am, of course, talking about Neo Serati. Neo, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Oh, that was so sweet. I am good. I'm so good. How are you?
0: I'm good, especially with the fact that I know that we no longer have stage four load shedding looming over us. Oh, my gosh. Last I week was I literally, one... though,
1: just got a text saying, um, <laughs> might have load shedding. So I don't know how long it's going to last. Okay, but
0: which stage? This is a very important question.
1: i'd have to check but (laughs) as long as it's not like the hectic one from last week
0: exactly so long as it's not a a three or a four then i'm fine anything (laughs) do you remember when we got the notification for like stage stage six do you remember that (laughs) I,
1: I, i mean i didn't see that i forgot but like i mean i wouldn't be surprised i really wouldn't be surprised if somebody said you know what actually we're gonna come into your house and switch the lights off (laughs) no. <laughs>
0: we're going to come in and we're going to blow out the candles. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. what we're going to do. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about ESCOM or politics. We're here to talk about fashion. We're here to talk about your fashion specifically. And I've watched you very closely over the years. And I love how your pieces are boldly unisex and explore the margins of gender and sexuality. And I feel like the dialogue around the construct of masculinity and femininity has never been more topical than right now. How do you feel you enter into the conversation around gender construct with your label?
1: I mean, this is a a question and a thought that I have all the time. And um, I I won't say that I have an actual full-on thought about it. But what I can say is that I think because of the time that I've grown up and the sort of things that I've been exposed to just, like, growing up, I think that it, it's not something that I do with a. I I Basically, I'm saying that, like, I don't think we have to think about gender anymore. I don't think we have to, mm. um, you know, make it a point to make sure that the government has a gender. What I'm saying is we're at a time where you just make something really nice that you think is nice for you. And if your like friend wants to wear it and your friend happens to be a different gender, let them go for it. I think um mm. I think basically what I'm saying is I I don't even want it to be a thought. I, I want everybody to just um feel beautiful, no matter who they are. And I think that's where I am in this in that in this conversation about like um, gender and clothing. Mm. I
0: think that when it comes to safe spaces for everybody, but especially for the LGBTQIA plus community, we've got a long way to go in this country with regards to there being spaces, safe spaces for people to live their best life, for want of a better phrase, especially when it comes to their expression through the way that they dress. And thank God for spaces like Vogue Night Josie, where, you know, people are encouraged to express themselves exactly the way that they want to. I'm curious to know, do you feel like there have been more spaces created over the last, let's say, seven years since you started your label, more spaces created like that?
1: um definitely when i was maybe like grade 10 16ish there was maybe one place to go i think i think it was called liquid blue oh there were two and and v2 in joburg cbd where that that were safe spaces but there actually weren't um open spaces there were safe spaces but they weren't spaces that you could visit and 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 be straight. Cause if you went to one of those places, you'd be labeled gay or whatever it is. And I think that now with the now, like more recently, the spaces aren't they you you labeled them perfectly. They're safe spaces. They're spaces mm. for people to explore, they say spaces for people to not explore and just come and like have a conversation with somebody, find somebody and have a conversation. I think um we We have a long way to go, but we are like I, I I always feel so grateful to be from South Africa. if you think about like all the actual things that are happening around South Africa and in Africa, it's kind of scary that like you know down the road, you can still go to jail for like yeah having a queer thought it's kind of scary so i I do think that South Africa is like it has a long way to go, but I think it's much much better off and I think it's um I'm very grateful I think uh yeah I think I answered the question
0: (laughs) you definitely did I think you also hit the nail on the head in terms of when you said that you want gender to not be a thing and you want people to not necessarily when especially when it comes to your clothing um just wear something because it makes them feel good or because it's you know really really it's pretty um and in the sort of you know in the same vein of gender not being a thing like these are these spaces these spaces are being creative and you can go to them and you can you know live your best life and and without the fear of being labeled if that makes sense
1: Mm. Mm. it's and i think that like we all have a fear of being labeled we all don't want or rather, let me say that like labels are so heavy; it's so exhausting to, and that's also kind of why I, I want to, I stand by being, you know, a queer designer and and you know, a positive designer. But I, it, the label of anything is actually quite exhausting because you then mm. have to play this part.
0: You've shown it fashion week Johannesburg and you've shown it South African menswear week and I want you to talk to me about the intensity of the days leading up to the shows like are you cool calm and collected or like are you running around making sure that everyone is doing exactly what they need to be for the ship to run smoothly because what people who don't who are listening, who don't know is that right now you're in the process of a rehearsal and there are 101 things happening around you, which I think is amazing. So we're sitting having this conversation, but you're multitasking like an absolute boss right now. So I want to, I want to know, um, is everything, is everything,
1: is the the ship
0: running smoothly on on, on your side or is it, is it a bit cray?
1: I think Me, I think it's crazy. Nobody ever expresses. I mean, every time I I do like a fashion week, everybody's like, how are you so calm? I think um, I always have people around me that are really, really like good for me, sort of like even mentally, not just um, on a production level. So I always make sure that like I've got my (laughs) mental health in check. So I try my Mm. best not to freak out with other people. Inside, (laughs) it's a different story. I think uh, for for the ship to run, say, smoothly, there's a lot of work that actually happens before. So, like, my sort of thought is if we're at Fashion Week and we're standing in this line, there should be nothing for me to do. Like, there's, you know, like, me freaking out is not going to change the hem or the, you know, the size of the dress. So... I can say that, like, I personally am very calm. I'm, I'm also just a generally calm person.
0: But, but you are, I mean, I will tell you right now, you've got a very calm, very soothing, very lulling voice. So if I was working for you or if I was somebody who, you know, was around you during your fashion show, during prep for a show, I would be instantly calm if you had to turn around and say to me, Tekla, everything's fine. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: Cause everything is fine. I mean, I think that like <laughs> we do a lot with fashion, like you know, fashion and art and and. But we're. I'm not a doctor. I am not in an e. Uh, in a is it an ER? I'm not a. Yeah, um, an ER. Yeah, yeah. That's. It. Yeah, I'm, i Like, I'm not about to stitch anybody like back together and bring them back to life. Um, I may like provoke a thought. I may sort of like ask you a question that like. Sort of like makes you think about stuff but I don't think I I I don't think there's a need to to stress I don't think that's the purpose of like fashion like if you're stressing about fashion I don't know I don't don't think it's I don't think I don't think you're in the in the right place you know I think fashion is supposed Mm -hmm. to like bring joy and like excitement and of course we're gonna do the most that we can to make sure that it runs smoothly and professionally and everybody you know gets their cake but You know, I don't know about you, but like, can you imagine just (laughs) stressing about like a pleated skirt when, you know, there's literally COVID happening in the world right now? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Honestly, wear the pleated skirt, feel great. But even if you don't wear the pleated skirt, we're going to be fine. You're going to be fine.
0: That's the soundbite that we're going to use for the show. Imagine imagine stressing about a pleated skirt when there's COVID going on in the world. But I wanted to talk about the incredible collaboration with Adidas Originals that you presented at SA Men's Week back in 2019, I think it was. And it looked at the tradition of weddings, right? And how there are very specific mm. kinds of clothes that are created for weddings. So, you know, what if you don't fit into that mold? Uh you know, and I and I want to know what inspired you to pick up the exploration of that theme. I mean, because weddings in South Africa are a giant affair, especially traditional ones.
1: True. I mean, it's very true. I think at the time, um, there were conversations about some getting married, and there were also some um, other sort of lobola situations happening in the LGBTQI plus conversation and um I've never felt like getting married is a thing for me because all of the traditions don't 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 make sense you know Mm. even like from the point of being asked to get married I'm like "Mm, I don't know if I like would like I I don't know if I'd be comfortable you know with somebody asking me and surprising me It, it would have to be a conversation so basically you're right in that Marriage now is such a strange, strange concept. Even the idea of doing it is such a strange, strange concept because, uh, you know, I think, like, we've broken down the idea that, like, God wants you to get married. Um,
0: Yeah, but also, never mind that, but, like, the cost of the wedding.
1: I know. Oh, my God. It is so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) It is so, so expensive. I mean... You know, I'm going to go back into fashion and just think about, like, how expensive a wedding dress is. And and just the wedding dress is expensive. Then it's the locations. It's so expensive. It's all so expensive. And you, and you ask yourself, like, why? At that point, I was also just asking about, like, why get married even? Like, why? If you love somebody, why not just love them? But then I also exactly. realized, well, after having a couple of conversations... Um, I realized that it's a trauma response and that we all deserve to, if you do want to have a wedding and get married, you do deserve to like put on the show of your life. Um, Did you just say that a wedding is
0: a trauma response?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying my uh, sort of like apprehension to weddings and oh like, my
0: gosh, because I was gonna say that people. is amazing. Like <laughs> a trauma response to life. <laughs> That's a wedding. <laughs>
1: right? You're just like save me with this white dress. Just <laughs> save me, me. Uh, But no, yeah, it's like um Yeah, I, and I just thought that weddings are, are <sighs> so interesting just in general. Like the idea of loboling somebody and and Tradi- like spiritually connecting families Is very interesting And then I still have to like Take that back to my own sort of experience And go will that happen for me Does that does that sort of like Family sort of ancestral um, Connection happen For the rest of us And if it doesn't Why does it happen for everybody else hmm. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. And And why And yeah, it's very interesting. It's just, I, I think there's so much to unravel in like the cultures that like South Africa already has. And um, conversations like this just help with that.
0: And what was the reaction like to your collection? Because I remember it being like, I remember it being everywhere, firstly, but I also remember it being so out of the box and so different at the time.
1: Um, I just realized how much COVID has taken away from us because it's been a while since I showed it, um, SMN's week. It, it, I think it's been two years. They, they have had shows, but, um, being from Joburg and, and the admin of, you know, going to Cape Town, and having a safe show has been so much work that actually I, I, I haven't shown in like, it feels like two years. I think it's only been a year, but um because the question that you're asking me it it it's been such a long time that i you know i can't actually remember what the reaction was i've never i've never necessarily received a reaction that was really really terrible so i know that it was good overall but i actually have no like <laughs> memory of like oh you know People crying or anything like that but but it was also really good to um collaborate with adidas i think the like I, having people support you in that kind of way was really incredible
0: hmm. i recently came back from a two-week trip up to joburg and i i had the pleasure of staying at the radisson red during that time and i noticed how At the hotel, there were always 10 things going on simultaneously on any given day there, like an exhibition, an activation. How do you feel about moving events like art and fashion into less traditional spaces, especially in light of what you just said, like COVID has taken so much away from us, you know, and we have to look at different spaces, different places that fit into restrictions?
1: Well, I'm two ways about this. I I I think, I think one as a, as a human and as like a creative human, I want to touch things. I want to experience things. I want to feel things. I want to you know I want to sneeze because the fur, you know, went into my nose. You know <laughs> when I was trying to smell the garment. You know the, that's the fake fur. Our eye. <laughs> the faux fur, yes, it's always the faux, faux fur. fur. There we go. The faux <laughs> fur, okay. <laughs> um and and that's me i want to like touch things and i want to experience things and i want you know and i want to smell the people and i want to like laugh with the models and 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 you know have a full experience and and you know luckily right now it's opening up but i also think that um the creativity and the and the thoughts and the um, the amount of like pushing that people have had to do has been so healthy just having people be like okay cool that a traditional show maybe it's expensive or maybe or maybe I, I, I'm i not really getting my point across clearly so let me put it in a film let me make a let me make a a theater piece that lives for long let me make art that goes into gallery then into people's homes in different ways than just the person wearing the art so it's I think that like the opportunities that have opened are really interesting and really healthy for like the creative world for us to understand that like it's not like yes there's the tradition of a of a runway show going up and down, you know, that kind of world. But there are other ways to express the the feeling and the thought that you were trying to express, I think. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I guess my point I'm two ways about I'm two ways about it. And I think that there's no there's no wrong answers. I, I don't think. I think as long as you're saying something, we're good to go. Mm.
0: I read a very insightful interview that you did with Between 10 and 5. I think just after the last SA Men's Week where you showed. And you were talking about the viability of fashion shows and how South African designers should also be looking into other ways to present their work like we were speaking about now you know just apart from the stereotypical show and i was wondering how i don't know if you've had the chance since covid but how you have implemented that idea into your own shows if at all
1: so i mean i haven't actually had a traditional show in a in a long in a long time but The other day, I was thinking about how have I survived? How is it possible that, like, we've survived? And it's mostly natural. I'll say that, like, it wasn't a thought that I physically, like, wrote down and, and anything like that. But we've been so busy doing generally unconventional things that we didn't even notice that we were doing them. Like, for instance... We've been styling ads with our clothes and from those ads people um and and I don't mean like no Sorati ads, I mean like TV ads. And from those Mm -hmm. shows, from those ads, people get interested and want to know what this is. And then obviously influencer marketing. Even though I actually don't influencer market, it's it's quite a odd thing, actually, because I have relationships with people and those people just become part of the family and they mm. still continue the stories and conversations about Salati. So it's not, you know, it, 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 it's never paid promotion. It's just people mm-hmm. that are actually wanting to be part of the conversation. And what else have we done? Basically, I, I realized that, you know, I haven't had a, a show, but there have been so many other ways that I've been reaching people Even custom garments, like having people come to the studio and and experience um, just us and our vibe and like the safe space that is our studio, even if it's like just a short visit where you're coming to fetch a t-shirt or whatever it is, like those experiences have actually um, been our touch and feel.
0: Where is your studio? Where do you work out of?
1: We work out of Rheinberg. Um, it's actually not very far from the Radisson. So, you know, whenever you come up next, you should come visit us. Um, yeah, it's a small studio, very close to Lyshof. I don't know if you know Lyshof. It's a fashion school. So we are also always getting, like, you know, you know, like the Lyshof students coming through and, and visiting us. I think it's called Studio. I think Lysof is called Studio now. But, yeah. They always come and visit. So it, it really, we've created sort of a little world in our, you know, in the suburbs of Joburg.
0: I do know where Lysof is, and I will definitely, definitely take you up on that offer of coming to see the studio. And who knows, maybe, maybe I'm right enough to become part of the family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're totally right enough. You should
0: totally come <laughs> no, you're just fluttering. Um, <laughs> but... We've spoken a lot today about COVID and how that's impacted your industry, obviously the entertainment industry, my industry, and the whole world. But everyone had their own intense experience of lockdown. I know I did. But what did your lockdown journey look like in 2020?
1: Hectic. I think, I mean, you know, let's start with the word hectic. Um <laughs> I was um, like everybody else. I think I was like scared, and I was emotional, and I was stuck in a house. And I'm an I'm a I'm an introvert, so like I don't mind being inside the house. But when you're stuck in the house, it changes everything. It sort of changes freedom. It changes the idea of like being able to move around. And and now every time you you move, it's a thought and a, and a process. So um, I think the the restriction was also mentally restricting and I had to like break that break that away you know I had to like start thinking about like okay but how you know but now what it it, you know now that you're in the house now what um and yes I did break a lot of um, I bake a lot of bread and do a lot of home exercise videos not that like they changed anything but you know there was a lot of um (laughs) there was a lot of the typical and, um, but I was lucky enough to have built my business in a way that, um, at the time we had no permanent staff and by permanent, I mean like none of the staff were actually relying on, Mm -hmm. on the business to survive. So we were all fine to sort of like step out and go do this and that. And yeah, so, um, After, like, finding ways for the business to survive, I had to find ways for my brain to survive. Because also, like, sitting there for hours and hours wasn't necessarily the healthiest thing for me. So I did find new ways to survive. But then the film industry opened up, like, I think because people still need entertainment and people still need to do... um, you know, there's still gonna be an ad, even if the ad is about COVID and, and stuff like that. Luckily I was, you know, um working as a stylist, so I was able to get back outside, you know. So yeah, that's mm. that's kind of how I survived. Styling also really did save me a lot in the in in, in 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 running my business because I was also able to feed all the things that needed to be fed for Neo
0: Mm -hmm. you see that's why as a creative you have to have multiple strings to your bow like you cannot put all of your eggs in one basket because if you're a jack of all trades who knows like if another pandemic is gonna hit you have to have multiple you have to have multiple ways to to make a living and to earn income and yeah
1: i mean if you even think about it even like you know, the highest of high Beyonce doesn't have one stream of income. She still has her management business and her, and her influencing, you know, and all that other stuff. So for you as like (laughs) a little brand in Joburg to think that like, um, you're going to survive off of one thing, I think, but I also think it's unhealthy just even um, as a creative to limit yourself to one source of creation, because
0: Oh yes. You know
1: if you look at like for instance Rich has now gone and made couches and 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 carpets and like you know a whole range of other products and I think that it's like mm. it's the it's, it's the healthiest way to work because it's impossible that like you only have one idea and that one idea can only come out in one way. I I just we you have to move. I think that like as a creative that's that's where i am i'm like what other spaces can i fill what other places can i take this conversation because this one space is great and it's lovely and like we continue to do it but like oh my god i mean i like if i release an album tomorrow you can't be shocked if i'm like okay i'm a rapper now you 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 can't be shocked because limiting yourself <laughs> is so unhealthy
0: if you if you release an album tomorrow, right? Okay, so this is Text Talks, the red editions. So we've got Text Talks where I interview musicians, one episode a week. Then you have to come back, and we have to have a totally different conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll actually, I'll, I'll, I'll be um, a, a separate person. I'll, I'll put on a wig, even though nobody can see me. I'll put on a wig, and I'll, I'll feel different. <laughs> and the energies will be different.
0: Oh my God, I love it. But, you know, you mentioned um, earlier that parts of lockdown for you were not that bad because you are inherently an introvert. So talk to me about being an introvert, but needing to be the face of your brand in order for your brand to grow, right? Because I can't imagine that that could be the easiest thing because your brand is your name. You are your brand. But then, you know, there are times where oh, you might not want to do an interview or, you know, you might not necessarily want to be as as public. So tell me how you balance that.
1: I put on, <laughs> I put on, I, I, I definitely put on like um, an act, not an act, but like an act, <laughs> like a what what's it called? An alter ego. I have my I have my alter ego, and like my um, like my alter ego is the one that goes to work every day.
0: You've got your um, alter
1: ego. I'm still, yeah. Like somebody, like there's somebody that like is still at home right now watching Netflix, and Neosrati Nao is the one that like stands up and is like, okay, let's let's go be Beyonce, let's go be Sasha Fierce um i think that's the only way to cope i separate i have to separate my my myself and and think okay cool shy and introvert we love it here we do we love it here but that can't be all of it it's unhealthy i also think it's unhealthy for that to be all of it so i feed i feed that girl sometimes and i'll read my book and i'll have like a you know a moment to myself where i'm like this is your moment to be an introvert. And then I sort of, I mean, I never become like an extrovert. I don't go out and all of a sudden, like I'm talking to everybody and saying hi to, but I will sort of save up enough energy for me to be able to, um, you know, get up and do what needs to be done. I don't know if that answers your question. Like, yes, I like get up and change Mm. thoughts. You
0: get up (laughs) and you show up. And you slay. That's what you do. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you get up and you show up. And you're just like, okay, but this is boss me today. This is like a third of me today. This is, you know.
0: I just wanted to say thank you very much for joining me today on Tech Talks, The Red Edition. This has been so fantastic to talk to you for the first time. And I wish you all of the success with your show that you're currently in rehearsal for. Tell me when it launches.
1: I will let you know tell me yeah tell me everything keep us in the loop sure sure thank you for having me thank you for being great i felt safe and great and let's uh, meet at the radisson and have a coffee sometime
0: yes definitely let's do that i'm up at the end of november so hopefully you're not as chaotically busy as i know you always are
1: sure sure
0: Thanks for joining me for this special episode of Text Talks, The Red Edition. Be sure to check out Radisson Red Rosebank Johannesburg at radissonhotels.com and across all social platforms at Radisson Red Rosebank. Or if you're in the Rosebank area, why not take a stroll past Radisson Red and snap your own selfie in front of their statement red angel wings. Everyone's welcome.